Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Nothing Left Unsaid. No question. Yeah, I think like for this being our first time of, of, you know, asking Instagram followers like, hey guys, we're doing an episode, a Q&A, like ask any questions. I think sometimes people go one of two ways. They're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to ask a question. Or they're like, I'm not going to ask. Like, what if they know that it's from me? But this app slash website that is um, integrated with Instagram that you can download, it's all anonymous. So we don't know who's asking the questions. We don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, we have, I would say over 10, like there's over 10 questions that we can answer today. So yeah, some of them are kind of, I don't want to say stupid, but some of them are kind of fucking stupid and some of them are kind of silly, but, uh, yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple that were catered towards me that were very curious about some personal stuff. So I guess let's dive in. Nosy. I love it though. This is what we wanted. We wanted you to be a nosy bitch. So we're going to do this again. And also to you guys on our Instagram page, our highlight, I created a highlight where there's the question box is always going to be there. So you guys can answer questions whenever, if it's three o'clock in the morning, or even if it's a week where we've already recorded, or maybe it's off season, just anytime you guys can go ahead and ask a question. This is something that we're going to be doing, I would say probably on a monthly basis. Or if, or as well as like our individual episodes that will come out in the future, um, we will always answer these questions and we'll always let you know on Instagram what episodes will have these Q and A's in them. So I'm excited for this one. So our first question is somebody asking, are you religious? I can go first. Um, so I grew up religious. I grew up Roman Catholic slash Byzantine Catholic. And I consider Byzantine like super fucking traditional. Everything is by the book, how it was written a trillion years ago. Um, I am, this is going to upset somebody. This is going to upset some people. I do not consider myself religious in modern day. I consider myself very spiritual. And I think that religion and spirituality are really actually the same fucking thing. It's just like everyone's definition is different. Um, But I, you know, I grew up going to church every Sunday and then I would go obviously on all the holidays and then I would go on all the holy days and I would go just all the fucking things. And it's like, that's not the life I want to live. So the way that I think about religion these days is more of spirituality. So I put my trust in the universe. I do the work on my end. I manifest, which I think is actually praying. It's just a different type. Um, So I am religious in a sense, but definitely more spiritual than anything.
Yeah, I – this could actually be a whole episode because of the way that I feel about it. I feel very strongly about it, and it was because of the way that I was raised. And there was nothing wrong with the way that I was raised. It was just um, I wouldn't have raised myself that way if I was my own, you know. A hundred percent. I I actually – if this upsets anyone, I'm sorry, but I, I don't mean it offensively. When people talk like that, I get very cringy secondhand embarrassment because I can't fucking relate in any way, shape or form and totally awesome. And yeah, totally awesome and amazing that you are so strong in your faith. Like I think that's, I really think that's incredible. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. So yeah, like I said, that could be a whole fucking episode. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, like, first first question, already off on a tangent. But, yes, we are entitled to our own opinions. That's why you guys ask these questions, right? You want to fucking know the actual answers? So, all right, guys. So, for our second question, we have, what is a challenge you face as a mom? Mariah, you can go first. That's hard. Mm -hmm. That is their way of communicating. Yeah, that's a good answer. I would agree wholeheartedly with that. If I was going to get a little bit more specific, I would say that one of the biggest challenges as a mom is just the constant worrying. And people tell you when you're pregnant, you're never going to sleep again. You're never going to this and that. Yeah, it's true. You do, you know, you're more tired than you were before you had a child. But as far as worrying goes, it's like minimal things too. Like I worry about my kid falling or I worry about him getting sick and then you know these intrusive thoughts will come in and then you kind of just go into a spiral so the worrying the anxiety that I have uh, developed as a mother was something I never had before and you you grow each day and you're able to get better with coping with it but 
it's true. That's always going to be there as a parent. I mean, some people get anxiety worse than others, but it's just the constant worrying. You just want to make sure your kid's safe. You want to make sure your child's okay. They're healthy. They're happy. And typically they are, but just as a parent, you now have that literal extension of you living outside of your body and you have to make sure that it's taken care of. So it's definitely an anxiety provoking situation. So if you don't, if you don't want anxiety, I wouldn't have a kid. I wouldn't have a kid, but it does have its perks too, obviously. So yeah, that would be my answer is just the overwhelming feeling of anxiety that you get sometimes. Yeah, that's definitely big. I don't really hear about it actually from fathers. They definitely have them. I know that they do. But I think just as a woman and going through postpartum and all of those things and also just having other mom friends that have gone through it too, that's definitely a topic that's taboo, considered taboo. And people don't like to talk about it because they feel like they're crazy when it's actually very common. Literally. Mm-hmm. Completely. All right. This is a silly one. It says, do you think the earth is flat? No, it's not flat. If you think that, fuck, don't follow us, okay? Mariah, what do you think? You, you, you hesitated. You think it's fucking flat? Oh, get the assumption that it's flat. That's actually, that's actually a great way of looking at it. I also would like to know why somebody would think it's flat. You know that somebody recently, some, some older guy spent, I don't even know how much money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars for a machine to calculate something to prove that the earth is flat, but it's not flat. So he spent all this money for nothing. I'm like, it must be really nice to just have 700 G's to throw around. You fucking moron. <sighs> Seriously. Anyways, no, the earth is not fucking flat. Jesus Christmas. All right. Next one is for me, actually. It says, how did you get over your divorce? Oh, we're going there. We're going there. All right, so I could go on about this for actually years of me talking. You don't want that right now. That could be its own episode, my own solo episode. Um, so I am I am I over my divorce? Yes. Am I over my ex? Very much so. How did I manage to get through it? Um, I think well, therapy huge, huge. I was in therapy before I was I was divorced. Um. But I think one of the main things is just realizing that the life I lived while married was very much not accurate. Like it wasn't real. It wasn't authentic. It wasn't genuine. Were there real fun? Were there fun moments? I think people fail to realize that my marriage, like we did have good moments together. That's why we were together. But when it was bad, it was very, 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 very bad. And 
when I first separated myself from the situation, it was very difficult for me to come to terms with, oh my God, I'm going to be divorced. I'm going to be talking about my ex-husband. I am going to be a single mother. Like those things were very, very emotional for me. Um, but the divorce aspect, it just comes with time. And obviously I'm in a very overwhelmingly healthy relationship and I see from my life with my current partner that this is what a relationship, this is what a marriage actually should be like. So to see what's going on now in my current life versus what was going on back then, my my marriage was not real. It, I thought it was real. And then when I finally came to terms after the fact that it wasn't, that's when I was able to kind of start healing and be like, okay, this person was this way and not actually the way that you thought they were. So that's what happens a lot of times to um, people get this picture of this person in their mind and who they're supposed to be rather than who they actually are. And that was a thing for me. That was a hard pill for me to swallow because I was always like, no, they have the potential. They this and that, blah, blah, blah. But realistically, that's just not who they were. And I was holding on to things. And when I finally was able to let go and do things that made me happy, I was able to finally like come back to myself. And I think too, when I started to have a spiritual awakening and I was very much involved in therapy, very much involved in trying to create a better life for myself and Luca, that I was like, wow, this is actually a lot fucking easier when you just kind of let go and let yourself just like move on. It sounds so much easier said than done, but when you finally just realize like, okay, this is a fuck situation, didn't expect it to be this way, but it is what it is. I have, I can either, literally, I can either sit here cry every day, be bitched about it, be pissy about it, like take my anger out on people or I could show up for myself and ultimately showing up for myself makes me show up better for Luca and then live my life and do other things and have fun and be with my friends and experience all these other things. So that's a hard question because getting over, it's not a simple answer. It takes time, but it also involves you accepting those feelings of the shit you're going through like accept it and feel them and then you have to move on that's the biggest piece Yes. Yes. Can I tell you guys, can I tell you guys something though? It's really just funny how life works out because I know people that are getting divorced and I know people that are having issues in their marriages or they already have in certain things. And it is one of those things where I am actually so grateful that I went through it when I did because it really it really shifted my perspective on a lot of things and kind of like put me in the it, – it totally put me in the predicament that I'm in right now. If I didn't go through a divorce, I would not be doing anything that I'm doing right now. 
I would not have the job I'm, I'm working. I would not have the opportunity to travel for other jobs that I'm working. I wouldn't be able to do any of this. So yeah, it is not a simplistic answer. I can't just be like, oh yeah, I fucking fucked a bunch of dudes and I felt like it's not like that. Um, but you're right. It, it was the concept of marriage. I felt morally wrong for getting a divorce when I realized that it wasn't completely my fault. Then I was able to heal and get over it. And also people around me helped me too. Mm hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and when you come from when you come from a family where mostly everyone is still married 25 plus years and your siblings are married and they're in very healthy relationships like you just compare yourself and that was more detri detrimental to my mental health than anything because I was comparing. Oh, like, but they were never in the same scenario that I was. And if they were, they would have ended up divorced too, you know? So yeah, everything happens for a reason. And I am at a point now where I can say I'm so happy that I can say that I'm divorced because I think that it it creates relatability within people. And I think people also trust me for it too because I've been through some shit with that whole situation. And I'm I'm willing to discuss now that it's been a few years. So, all right, next question. What is your current favorite food? I'll tell you mine. Sweet potato fries from Costco. And I make an aioli sauce to dip them in. Oh, it's so good. For what? Bet you just unlocked a whole can of worms. Wait, what? Do they? Are, I need to make homemade ones. They're so 